My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. I want to be fucking unshakable. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't care what you're feeling. I don't care. I feel good. I feel good. You know? Welcome to the Business Babe Podcast. My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and I am a success expert, transformation strategist, business mentor, and the owner of a million dollar online empire. I'm obsessed with helping women receive it all in life and in business. If you are a woman dedicated to growing herself, leveling up, achieving big goals, and being the best version of you, then you're in the right place. My goal in the Business Babe podcast is to show you step-by-step how to transform and create that version of you that you have always wanted to be, and how to be, do, and have it all financially, physically, and internally. Think of this podcast as a one-stop shop for your daily dose of personal development, growth, next level learning, all the things. We will cover topics like personal development, business strategy, spiritual practice to elevate, expand, and align into your next level. I'll show you step-by-step the tools, the strategies, and the teachings to create the life that you desire because success and freedom are your birthright. Thanks so much for listening. Here we go. as I close my bedroom door to have this epic conversation with you guys. Oh my God, hello. Welcome back to the Business Babe podcast. It has been so long. It's been two weeks, but I mean, it feels like it's been really, really long because so much has happened in the time span that I recorded my episode two weeks ago. And I just feel really excited to share this episode with you guys today. I'm not going to lie, I'm also more probably equal as excited to really verbalize and talk through everything that has happened for me in this episode that you're going to listen to. And I have a lot to share with you guys about what's been going on in Sedona. So without further ado, we're going to dive into this magical conversation. Um, First, I want to really talk to you guys about the importance of having teachers in your life. I think it's really easy for us to get stuck in our patterns and our own ways and not all of our patterns and not all of our ways are really healthy. And it's easier, even easier to get stuck in your own ways when you don't have other ways presented to you. Having a coach or having a teacher in your life, whether it's to improve your relationship or to lose weight or to heal your body or to heal your business, having a teacher and a mentor and a a facilitator is about stepping into the energy of something that you really want for yourself, 
by surrounding yourself with people who are of that energy. So when I started working with Mel Wells, who you're going to hear about in this episode of the podcast, I was in a place where I really wasn't feeling confident in my feminine energy. I struggled so much with body image issue. I had such a fear of men and visibility around men. I found myself self-sabotaging, taking care of my body because I was trying to numb myself out or to play a little bit smaller. Um, And so in this episode, you're going to hear me work with her. I feel like it's so important for me to share my experiences with my coaches and teachers to give you safe space to go on your journey as well. Uh, And so that's what we're really going to be diving into today. Mel is an expert coach. She focuses on female sexuality and self-love and body and um, relationships. She's really, she's covering so much right now in this season of her beautiful mission. And it's been an honor to sit with her. So we're going to dive in and you're going to hear a recording from me as I work with her. And it's super freaking personal, you guys. It is like probably one of the most personal episodes I am sharing on this podcast. I can't even listen to it a second time because it's so emotional. So please, like if you struggle with relationships in your life, if you've struggled with your father, because we talk about my relationship with my dad, if you struggle with um, stepping into your power in any way, this episode may be very emotional for you. And my hope is that it is healing for you. I, I want to take you on the ride of what I went through in this session so that you can experience it as well. And it is just so beautiful. It's just, oh my God, I have so many feelings around this. So uh, I hope you enjoy. You know, a student, a couple of students have asked me a while back, they said, how many people are you working with? Can you tell us? Because it would be really helpful. And so in case you're wondering, yes, I'm working with Mel Wells, who you'll hear on this podcast. I'm also working with Ryan Yokome. He was my first coach for my business in 2015, and he and I are now working together again. It's been a magical journey these last couple of months. And I also have a spiritual teacher named Rachel, who you guys get the beautiful honor of sitting with during all of our full moon ceremonies inside of the membership that we offer. So uh, I have some teachers on deck. I also have a body uh, massage therapist that I'm working with. I also have a breathwork coach who's coming to my house in literally 40 minutes. You know, I'm in a season of really investing in myself and making sure that I'm doing as much as I can to become the, the best, most aligned version of me. And I share that with you because I want you to believe in yourself enough to invest and take care of the vision that you're creating for your life. And you deserve that. You deserve every dollar that you spend, whether it's the money to go buy a new lipstick for your Facebook Lives or it's hiring a coach or signing up for a retreat. Whatever it may be, it's worth it. And the second thing I want you to know about that is that the work is sometimes hard. Um, Not all of it's easy. I just finished sobbing my face off for an hour in this session with Mel. And I came out of it feeling so profound and so um, transformed. And that's really important for me to let you know as well that sometimes this work is challenging. And sometimes it leaves you in tears, most times. And really what's happening for you is old emotion is leaving. You're releasing trauma from your body. You're releasing old stories and old wounds to become the best version of you. So 
I hope this episode of the podcast allows you to become a better version of yourself just by listening and being a part of this really vulnerable journey. So let's have fun. So before we dive into you listening to this recording, I need to just take a pause to explain kind of the backstory of this session because you're going to hear this session in the middle. We kind of jump into things halfway. Um, Mel has been coaching me on sex, relationships, and intimacy for two months now. This is only my second month and I've had huge breakthroughs in this journey with only a couple of calls, which just shows you, you know, like you could really change in an instant. And I hired her because I was having such issues in my relationship with my partner. I am, uh, I'm, I'm the victim of a rape from 2009. And for many years, I medicated or self numbed with things like alcohol and marijuana and pharmaceutical drugs to avoid feeling my trauma. And when I stopped numbing and really went on this journey of waking up, I realized that I was really uncomfortable being intimate. I was scared. I had huge anxiety around sex that was popping up out of nowhere. And I felt like I really wanted to do my relationship a service and heal those things. Now, in addition, and I know many of you guys are aware of this, there's this huge connection to sex, intimacy, and money. Because when you're in your highest vibration of sexual, sensual, feminine goddess power, you're really powerful and magnetic things can come to you and unfold in your life. And that was really my second motivation as well. It kind of justified it as a business expense. I remember talking to Matt, like, you know, (laughs) telling him, this is a business expense. He's like, what are you going to say if the IRS comes? Like your business, she's a sex coach. Like how does that fit? But it does. It all does. Because the more I can heal myself, the more I am ready to receive abundance, prosperity. Uh, And you can see that from some of the most incredible leaders in this space, that they're all doing the work on themselves. And that's how they create the success in their business. So I hired Mel and we were diving into these things and it kind of was you know synchronistic in a way that our relationship in the coaching dynamic kicked off right around the time that I was here in Sedona which i mean divine synchronicity i'm on this magical wild ride to heal my life i'm here for 3 months and and here she is as my coach supporting me and I've been stepping into my feminine goddess. And so on our last call before this one that you're going to hear, I really recognized that I was binge eating to numb my body out and to fill a void and also at the same time to make myself less uh, of an attention to men. I've been afraid of male contact and male connection for quite a while you wouldn't tell if you met me, but on a deep level inside of my body, I'm, I'm not always comfortable with male attention. And so I've really made myself unattractive so that I could avoid receiving all of that energy because of my wounds and because of my trauma and what I've been through years ago. And so when Mel and I were working together, she said something so profound. She said, it's really hard to hate your body when you love your habits. And I was like, oh, I get it. 
because when I don't like the habits that I have, I don't like my body. But when I love the habits that I have, I love my body. So I started two weeks ago after our call this earlier, you know, earlier last month, I started to really pay attention to my habits. I would eat and I would listen to my body instead of ignore her. And when she said she was full, I would stop eating. And I started to notice my feminine energy starting to come out, come alive. My confidence started to exude. I started to feel so powerful and so sexy. And coaches were right, yo. Like I started to attract male attention. And it wasn't even sexual attention. It was just like, you know, men talking to me more. And what ended up happening for me was that I, in these, this moment of receiving attention and my body changing and my energy changing and suddenly being in this like higher vibration, I started to get really scared. And there's a habit for me that I have with men where I will appease them even when I don't really want to. So like if I'm in a conversation with a man and my spirit is telling me, all right, you've had enough, go home. Like, this guy's boring, get out. I will stay in the conversation and be disrespectful to my body and my soul and my spirit to make that person I'm talking to, you know, not upset. And I'm always trying to avoid anger with men. So I'm always doing the things that like I feel would make them happy even when it doesn't make me happy. So... All of these scenarios started happening and the big two kickers for me, I went to uh, acupuncture and the specialist who was seeing me was a male and he had a very different vision for my session than what I actually really wanted and I ignored my body, I ignored my intuition to respect and to appease, right? And I just kind of surrendered to this process. And it was like the worst session of my life. I woke up and off the table, I was covered in hives. I was so uncomfortable. I was so upset. And it knocked me out for a couple of weeks. I had a hard time getting back into my power. In addition, I started to get male attention, like I said. And there was this guy at the grocery store that was like checking me out. And it just scared me. And I came home and I numbed and medicated and just ignored all of this. And so I brought all of this to Mel on our call today as I'm recording this. I just had my session. I'm like honoring it with as much like energy as I can because it was so cool. Um, I brought it all to her and we started to talk about the fact that I've deliberately went back to numbing my body with food, to binge eating, to avoiding, to all of these things because... Um, all of the attention I was receiving was really uncomfortable, but also too, I didn't know how to stand in my sovereign energy as a queen. And Mel went on to really talk to me about the female archetypes. And she explained how for me, I was showing up as this doe-eyed Disney energy princess of like, you know, the maiden and like, come rescue me. And men can thrive on that energy and want to be in that energy and be attracted to that energy but they can also be attracted to the queen and the queen archetype. She has boundaries. She has sovereignty. She has alignment and she follows her truth and her power. And so in this exercise, we really explore 
me releasing my inner child because I had so much wound around the male energy, so much wound around men being angry and fearing men being angry. And we step into this beautiful dialogue where she walks me through an inner child and higher self exercise. Now, I do want to preface this. I know I said this in the intro. This can feel really intense. It can feel really uncomfortable to listen to. But I also know there are a handful of women out there who really need this healing. And by sharing this recording with you, my hopes is that it helps you in some way. So if you're around children, maybe put your headphones on, go for a walk, find private time to listen. Um, And most of all, please let me know and let Mel know what you think. You can find Mel at I am Mel Wells on Instagram and you can obviously find me on my new handle because I have changed my Instagram handle to Lauren of Love. Really easy to find. Lauren of Love. Um, Anyway guys, that's it for me in the intro. Let's dive into this recording behind the scenes of me being coached. My needs more important than is it may, more, my needs more important than making somebody else feel happy or content or peaceful? I, I like that and I want to be unshakable in how I feel. Mm, I like that, unshakable. Yeah, I want to be fucking unshakable. Like I'm happy, I'm happy. I don't care what you're feeling. I don't care. What, I, I feel good, I feel good, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. Okay, so I'm feeling what might be appropriate here is some inner child work because it sounds like when you're in those situations with men, your inner child is coming up and basically taking over and saying like, oh my God, I just don't want to upset him. Like, I'll just go along with things because I don't want to get yelled at, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So if you just close your eyes and just tune in for a second and tell me like where you feel your inner child in your body. All here. When she's threatened, yeah, it's like all here. Okay. What does it feel like? Uh, It's like a fluttering nervousness, like uncomfortable. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Okay. Okay, so... Just open your eyes. Can you get a hold of um, three pillows or cushions? Three three pillows? Yeah. Great. Where do you want them, my love? So if you can put them on the, are you sat on the floor there? Yeah. Yeah, so if you put them on the floor, just in a line, and then just tilt the laptop so that I can see them, and you're gonna be sat on them. Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna do them right here. This will probably be easier. Beautiful. Yeah, just tilt it down a little bit more. Okay, great. So you're going to put them in a little line. 
and you're going to sit on um, one of the end ones, doesn't matter which one. Okay, and you're going to face the rest of the pillows. And actually, can you tilt the laptop so I can see your face? <laughs> Thanks, honey. Okay, perfect. Okay, so closing your eyes and just tuning in. Okay, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna project your inner child onto that first pillow in front of you. See her sat there in front of you. Yeah. Like I'm looking at her? Yeah. Okay. So just imagine that she is sat there in front of you. And just describe to me what you see. Um, right now I'm having a hard time getting a picture because I'm not sure which version of me, like seven-year-old, 12-year-old, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so do you want to just take, take a couple minutes and just see what forms? Yeah, I mean, can I, should I choose? I think if you stay with it for 60 seconds, it will probably just present itself and become clear which, which one it is. Like a memory might surface or you might get the instruction. Okay. I have her. Okay. So just describe to me what it is that you see or what it is that you feel. Um, I see a version of me like at age seven or so, like maybe eight. Um, like I haven't gone through puberty yet. I'm just like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And um, she's, she's really fucking confident. Like she's Mm, she's a good egg. She's really smart. And she's really independent. And she's like really just herself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And is she wearing anything when you see her today? Um, yeah, she's, she's wearing this t-shirt. I remember, I think I just put her in this. She's wearing this Lion King t-shirt. Mm. And she's like kind of rugged and, you know, tomboyish, but really cute. Mm. Beautiful. And is this around the same time that you were experiencing this rage and anger from your dad? Um. I don't really remember it here. I, I think I was kind of in my own world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I was really strong and just myself and um, I don't remember that too much. I think when I tap into rage and anger, I'm a different version of me. Mm. Okay. So, as we're going to work on, we're going to work on the rage and the anger from men. So see if you can 
find that version of you that first experienced that with your dad? Yeah, so... Oh, I feel like I have so many memories of this. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have. Okay. Me, me in college, is that okay? Yeah. Is that the first time you can remember feeling it? Uh, no, there were lots of other times, but they don't have the, I don't think they have the emotional potency of like my college years, but. Mm. Um, okay. I can go back further if you want. Well, if the college, if the college um, you feel strongest, then we can work with her. Yeah, okay. she still feels, she's 19. I still feel like she's a little girl. Yeah, okay. So you're going to see your inner 19-year-old then sat in front of you and describe to me what you see there. Mm. Oh, she's a mess. Um... I just see like a really frail version of myself and like really like dark and cold and like um just really tired and um I don't know if it's like a it's a scared energy mm. like really just um Yeah, just afraid of everything. And what do you feel that your inner child is feeling or needing? Mm, right now or when I see this version of me? Yeah, when you see this version of you. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. There's so, I'm seeing so much in my head. It's so hard. Um, can you give me just like 30 seconds? Yeah, of course. Because I'm seeing like a million different versions of me and it's like so overwhelming. Um, okay. Uh, you know, if I could just pause to share, like, I know we're working on anger, but when I did this exercise, mm -hmm. like, the, my rape comes up, mm -hmm. which is because that's the version of me back then, that was what was happening, and it wasn't... My, my dad's anger, like, made me feel like I wasn't safe to talk about stuff like this like there's total lack so it's totally different than what we like 
are working on. So I'm trying to go back to the anger. It's, it's connected, right? Because it's not being able to stand up to the masculine. Yeah, I just didn't, ha I didn't have the support that I really needed. Yeah. I like my little girl, she just needed support. Yeah. She don't need it to know that she was safe and like, yeah. I, didn't ha I didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So she's 19, right? What was that? 19, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I never, she never had it, but I never felt supported. I never felt like held. Yeah. Okay. Okay, babe. So what you're going to do now is you're going to switch places. So you're going to now become the inner child. And you're going to oh. go back to your adult self. And you're going to spin around as if you're facing the adult you, yeah? Okay. And I want you to show yourself as your inner child now at 19 years old. Oh. Allow your thoughts and your emotions and your body to become her. Safe space. And you're just going to express anything that comes through that you need to say. Saying to the higher version of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to the adult, the adult you. Just anything that you want to say. Oh, I gotta let this go. Hey, you can't hold on to this anymore. Like, it's not gonna serve you. It's not gonna help you. We're gonna let, let her go. <laughs> unless you love this part of you and when you're so focused on all of the anger of what you didn't get you're not paying attention to how powerful you were you were able to survive something like this and build your life the way you did and become an old so focus on what dad didn't give or what Brian did or what, you know, all these people in your life did to you. But like, what about you? Like, what, what about 
the beautiful thing that you did for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Is it okay if I ask you some questions as the inner child? Yeah, of course. So how do you feel about anger? Uh, oh, anger is a sign that something bad is going to happen. Like something really fucking bad is going to happen. That's what anger is a sign of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> like avoided at all costs. And what's your relationship like with your dad right now? Um, my dad and I talk and he's there for me when I need him to be, but he doesn't have all the tools, so it's hard for him, but he me and he respects me. Built a, built a relationship with him as an adult where he sees me and treats me with respect. Mm. Yeah. And how do you feel about men? Um... Oh, they're like really scary. <laughs> like, oh, when you said how is my how is my relationship with my dad now? You meant as this age? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, can I re-answer that? So while you're on this pillow, you are the inner child. So when I want to, I thought for a moment. I'm sorry. Um, the other question was inner child. I did answer, but this one I forgot. Um, my relationship with my father now is. Um, really distant because he's in a really dark place. He's really struggling and having his dark night of the soul and I can't I can't connect to him or see him or yeah, he's not really there for me. He has his own sadness going on and his own anger. Mm. And how does that make you feel? Oh, it's hard. I don't have somebody to protect me. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, like I, I feel like he did. Why didn't he have a shit together? Like that's really frustrating for me. Like he just stopped parenting. He just stopped. Yeah, just stop being there. The only time he was present was when he was yelling. Mm. Yeah. So how do you feel about men and boys? Um, I really want love. I really want to be... Um, I want somebody to pay attention to me and to worship me and love me, and I think boys are really important. They're like, the masculine is so important, and uh, anything I can do to get that approval, I'll do it. And uh, I also, yeah, I think that's what I hear, that's what comes up. Mm. Okay. So as your inner child right now, what do you deeply, deeply need or want? 
What is my inner child need? What does she want? Mm. Uh, she needs like a, she needs a new way. Like needs a total new way. My inner child wants to be seen. Mm. She wants to be paid attention to. She wants to be loved, but in a new way. Yeah. You know, not this superficial, desperate way where you attract anger and abuse and all of that. Yeah. And at, at that age, does she know that she's looking for something in a new way? Oh, no, that's what she needs. That's not what she wants. So just if you to take out the higher self, take out the adult, just you being this 19-year-old, what does she really want or need? I, I want to be loved. That's what she's, yeah. I want to be loved. I want, I want full attention and love and, and all of the love from people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to be, all I just wanted was love. I just wanted somebody to tell me I was beautiful, tell me they're proud of me. Yeah. Okay. Hey, baby, can you give me 10 minutes? Yeah, thank you. Hey, you're going to switch back to the other seat now? Yeah. Well, now you're going to become the adult again. And having just heard all of this from your inner child, I want you to share how you feel about this with her. Oh. I just want to hug her. Mm. I just want to tell her everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that she gets to stop trying so hard. And just be herself. Mm -hmm. And that she has full permission to leave and walk away from scenarios that don't serve her. You have full permission to leave and walk away from things that don't serve you. Yeah. I want you to ask her, what does she most need to thrive in the world? And do you want the little girl to answer that or me? You need to tell me what she says when you ask her. Uh, okay. What do you need most to thrive in the world? I just keep hearing her say absolutely nothing. I'm enough. Stop searching, right? Like your higher power, your higher voice, your higher lesson, like that's all I need. I need the knowledge of what it is to be a sovereign woman and I need someone to teach me like she had nobody to teach her yeah you know my poor little girl 
needed somebody to help guide her. That's all. Self love, confidence. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to invite you now to pick up that pillow and hold it into your chest. And just, yeah. Yeah, holding it into your chest and just hugging her and giving her everything that she needs. Just being with her, giving her what she needs. Is there any space in your body where your inner child would experience the most safety and the most love? Where in my body do I experience that? Where do you think your inner child would experience that? Like the belly came up like right here, like to feel full and whole, yeah. Right. I'm gonna invite oh, that's fucking wild. I'm chasing, feeling, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ah, fuck. You're gonna create a space now inside of your belly, visually and emotionally, where your inner child can be safe, where she can be loved, where she can feel completely accepted where she can play and explore. Oh. And when you've got it, just tell me what it looks like. Oh. It's like a garden in my stomach. Just like a secret garden. It's like an open field of flowers. And like, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I want you to now invite your inner child into this space inside of you, into the secret garden. I just watch her for a few minutes and listen. <laughs> just allowing her to play and be free, be safe, feel completely. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you want me to tell you what I see yeah what do you see yeah so she went into the garden and then she became like that seven year old like just being so fucking playful and abundant and like really happy and then she morphed back into her teenage and she was playful and happy and then she became me, my like age, playful and happy. Yeah. I watched all of that, that was fucking wild. Oh. Yeah. She's just running around in the garden and she's happy and good. Really good. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
And when this feels complete, then just set that pillow to one side. Where do you want me to put it? Anywhere, just to get rid of it. Yeah. I love you, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's in your stomach now in the secret garden, right? Yeah. You feel her in there? Yeah. Oh, I have goosebumps yet. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So, what I'm going to ask you to do now is onto the next pillow. I want you to project your inner queen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I see her. Yeah, what do you see? Um. <laughs> she said, I've been waiting for you. Mm. She has long, long hair. And she doesn't have any inflammation in her body. She just feels like her purest effervescence. It's like a. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what else do you feel or experience when you look at her? So I see her, she's sitting tall, like sovereign, really, you know. Mm -hmm. She just has this like look on her face and like, hi, like, I've been here the whole time, like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> and uh, she's like really just clean and pure, like I, I don't feel any energetic baggage from her. She's just kind of in her, in her essence and I just, she's clean, like, she doesn't have any like sometimes I don't feel like I'm clean because I'm like messy, you know. She's just like, her hair is just so beautiful and shiny, no frizzes, and her eyes are just crystal clear and no bags under her eyes. Like she just, just feels like so rugged and raw and peaceful, and like she has this big glowing light around her that's just like. You just keep seeing it come out of her, like in all areas. She's very strong and powerful. Mm, beautiful. Okay. So now you're going to switch places with her and you're going to become her. Oh. Okay. And you're going to see yourself start across from you. Feel yourself become your inner queen. Your feelings, your emotions, your body. And just offer any words of wisdom or guidance that you have. Oh, you are so ready for this. You are so safe. You're more powerful beyond measure. So remember that 
when other people aren't showing up the way that you want them to or in a way that makes you feel you know like your inner girl is threatened just knowing that you create your energy creates the world that you live in and when you are in a place of highest vibration and leadership and sovereignty you're unshakable and you are strong and you're ready for this you don't have to do anything you don't have to be anyone you're deeply ready for this mm. did you have any advice or guidance or wisdom around the masculine yeah so um the masculine energy does not lead your world you lead your world and the masculine energy when it is angry does not have to penetrate your energetic field that you can choose to live how you want to live in the reality that you desire and let everything else bubble off ripple off um, the masculine energy can be respected and appreciated but only when you first in your feminine power lead with sovereignty and that is when you'll attract masculine energy that isn't wounded yeah beautiful okay so great you're gonna switch back switch your seats again doing great can i stay the queen <laughs> we're just gonna finish off the exercise do you, do you feel like you have more to say in the queen oh no i just want to live there <laughs> okay so what i want you to do now is i want you to see yourself handing over the power for your desires and your relationship with the masculine and your boundaries. I want you to hand this over to the queen. Tell me what I'm handing over again, boundaries. So you're handing over to her, your relationship with the masculine, boundaries, um, you know, how you... Yes. Yeah, all of the piece that we've been speaking about. So anytime that shows up, I want you to now hand that over to the queen and tell her that she is able to be in charge of that arena of your life. You are now in charge in every area of my life, but this arena especially. You, are, you now have permission to be in charge. Yeah. Okay. Now I want you to tap back into that inner child who's still safe, playing in the garden, in that secret garden inside your stomach, helping you feel whole and full. And you're just going to set a boundary with her. So you're going to set a boundary with your inner child now. That she's not going to make the decisions around you showing up in your relationship with the masculine anymore. Okay? She's just going to be safe and play in the garden. You're just going to be safe and play in the garden. And you're not in charge anymore. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, beautiful. And I want you to pick up the queen now, pick up that pillow and just bring her into your body and just allow her to integrate into every cell of your being. Feeling yourself merge with her, knowing that she is 
now becoming a really empowered part of you. And just sit there, I'm gonna give you like 10 big deep breaths just to integrate. Wow. Wow, Mel. Wow. Thank you. I think you just gave me the best medicine of my entire fucking life. So thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, sister. That was really beautiful. My pleasure. Yeah, I uh beautiful to, to witness. Wow, like the, the, you can tell that you are just this, this open channel for divine source energy to just come through you, which was so beautiful. You recorded that? Yeah. Can I have a copy? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would love a copy. Um, I don't know if I'll ever listen to it, but to have it just would be really beautiful. It's so, yeah, that was so sacred. Mm. Yeah. What did you discover? Um, you know, if you don't mind, let me just get Cassidy in the house and I can go in the separate room now that I'm up. I just let her know. Hey, Mama, I'm sorry. You're all good. Oh, no Thank you. 
Yeah, just so that she doesn't feel like I'm taking up the home. Okay, so um, let me bring my notebook. Yeah, for me, like, I, it was, um, it was like a fucking ceremony. Like, I feel like I went to places that I would in, in Aya. Like, I had um, just these visions of, my child morphing and transcending and then dipping again and um, talking to her was was really profound being able to really hear from her um, and release her like that was a big thing like I've been holding holding on to that stuff for long and uh, yeah and the queen like looking at her that was fucking cool being able to see her and what what she looks like like Ha! Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like in your everyday life life now, you're going to be able to feel her and embody her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's a spirit entity that like just showed up for me. Like, and I saw her at the very end as a queen bee. Like I saw, which is funny because I'm doing bee venom therapy right now where I'm stinging myself with bees in ceremony. And she came as this like queen bee, like just powerful goddess energy. So yes, absolutely. I feel like can embody that. Amazing. Amazing. And um, like, what are some of the things that you could like some action steps that you could take between now and our next session? Yeah. So now for, I want every day to hear her. Mm. And to talk to her and communicate with her and have a spiritual relationship with her. Mm-hmm. So I think my intention every day, maybe when I go to bed at night, I can reflect on all the ways she came through mm-hmm. to celebrate that, that relationship. But um, yeah, and I want to be able to come to, my goal is to come to the next call with like really clear examples of where I let her lead instead of my inner child, right? Yeah. I think that was really profound to hear too, that I've been letting inner child lead for all of these experiences, you know, and now I can let her lead. So I think monitoring that and, and reporting back, I think is going to be really beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And can you put her in charge of your relationship with food as well? Does that feel good? Oh yes, absolutely. Like hundred percent. Um, yeah, I think too, like, as you say that, a big thing is like, my my queen eats in like a feast fashion, whereas, but like in slow, like she doesn't shove five grapes in her mouth, right? She makes a big bowl of grapes and she maybe takes a bite and she's like, mm, this is so nice. You know, she's like in the experience of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely let that happen. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And what about when it comes to your relationship or your sex, sex life, self-pleasure? What about her? Yeah. I, can, I think to report back on that also, I want to let her lead in, in that essence and welcome her into, like, I think I would really love to call on her energy in sacred self-pleasure practice to have her come through, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and to ex- yeah experience that versus like stress release or you know 
reaching some goal, like, you know, having it be this, this luxury experience, I can hundred mm. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you for today. This was great. My pleasure. We still have some time if there's other things that you want to work on or chat about. I'm like, let me, you know what? I think this was great. I think I want to really sit in the peak of this and just really celebrate the healing work we did. This is like, oh my God, this was just magic. Um, yeah, I really, I'm so grateful. So grateful. That was wonderful. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for going there and doing the work. 100%. Do you have um, books either in reference to in this inner child work or in reference to the archetypes of the women um, that you would discuss? There is a book on archetypes. It's very dense, um, but it's good for like referencing and it's kind of good to give you like a full picture of what it really means to be in the feminine because uh, there's lots of different archetypes. Uh, the book is called Goddesses in Every Woman. And I forget who's written it. It's quite an old book and it's quite, um, it's, yeah, it's quite dense to read. It's quite academic, but I think don't like just kind of, it's, yeah, I wouldn't dive into it like you would dive into like a self-help book. It's more just like a referencing book, you know? Um, Let's hope to. I would say that one. And um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of stuff online about female archetypes. If you want to look up like embodying the queen archetype, um, it's definitely something that um, I feel really called to bring more into my work. Um, as I think we all kind of have a really limited idea of what it means to be in the feminine. And there's actually so many different ways that we can be in our feminine. Um, yes, <laughs> that was, that was like, I mean, it was so, it, it's so obvious to me now in this conversation because I was literally picking up my feminine where I left off, which is the main, right? Like, Disney princess, like you said, but I think I avoided the feminine because I thought that was the only way and that way didn't feel safe. And now you're teaching me this queen energy and I'm like, oh, okay, I could do that. You know, like, of course. So I think it's like, it's, it's almost, not only is it really eye-opening to see all the different feminine, but it also makes you feel, me feel safe that there's this higher feminine that I didn't know even existed. So yeah. yeah. If your, if your maiden phase got interrupted, you know, then it would make sense that you just shut, you just shut down from the rest of the, from the rest of the feminine. Yes. Do you want me to give you the different archetypes again? Uh, no, I have them. I remember we have the wild woman, we have the maiden, we have the queen, we have the lover, and then um, the, what am I missing one? The warrior? Yeah, there's the mother as well, the um, wise woman, wise woman, and then there is the huntress. Huntress. And this is all from young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually have a lot of Carl's books, but I've never 
dove into them because they're also academic and dense, but yeah, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I'm pretty sure the, the book that I just gave you, I think the, I think the woman that wrote it is a Jungian analyst. So it's like way less hard to read than, than, than Carl's <laughs> actual books, but it's still quite dense. Um, so yeah, I need to write a, an updated version, I think. <laughs> I would fucking love that. I'd be at your book signing everywhere. Yes. Oh, thank you, Mel. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And if I could have the recording, I was actually, and we could talk about this too. Like, I don't know how you would feel about it, but me sharing the recording on the podcast, if I listened to it and it felt appropriate and obviously sending people your way, if that's something that you'd be open to. I'm totally cool with that. It's, um, it's like it's your session so you can do what you like <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you send it my way i'm so happy that was fantastic okay honey Mwah. take care love you sister